everybody, and welcome to Teachers in the Dungeon. This is the RPG Summer Camp Edition. Yes, the Tired Teachers of the Dungeon. Tired Teachers of the Dungeon. It's I'm only, Tom Gross. That is Dan Ream. It's only day one. It's only day one, but what what a great it was exciting. time. Super, super exciting. We tripled our numbers from last year. We have yes. 27 students here. Yes. We have six alumni, five alumni DM. Um, your friend Jared uh, volunteering to come in and DM with us, and uh, it was it was a great day from the start. They just came in. You felt the energy. I said to you, at some point, I said the energy is big. Yes, the kids are excited. Yes, yes. So they came in, got their swag bags. That was so fun to get to hand those out. The db3d.io mm-hmm. gave us their. Just uh, overwhelmed us with the the just the cool stuff that they they donated to us to be able to give to the kids for prizes and swag bags. So we yeah. had dice towers and little articulated dragons and and timeout chairs for the dice and all that sort of thing. It was A dice jail. Dice jail. Yes. <laughs> yes. That was that was amazing. It was incredible. And then and then like big prizes too. So the kids have a table out in front with all the prizes on it and just really, really cool. They were excited to get those uh, so they're, things. So they earn chances to get those with inspiration tickets. So if we catch them doing something cool, either in a session where they contribute or ask good questions or if their DMs see them doing something amazing in a game, they get a ticket and then that gets them entered into the drawing for the prizes. Right. So. Um, and there are quite a few tickets in that bucket there were today. A lot of tickets. Yeah. I suspect there'll be more tomorrow. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> kids, kids got to sit and watch everybody else go up and get prizes. They're going to be after them. Yep. At this point. Yep. So the day started with sessions, and we had a great lineup of guests uh, yes. with sessions today. We had Andrew Kaywood of Kaywood Publishing in to talk to our DM uh, kids. Uh, we have a we have a DM strand of sessions and we have a player strand of sessions. And so Andrew met with our DMs uh, to talk about placement of monsters in games. Uh, I I just I was doing a concurrent session to that, so I didn't get in there a whole lot. But the kids were asking questions. You you saw a little bit of yes, that. it was yes. Yeah, so he was teaching them how to or just giving us tips on uh, matching a monster to a setting. Mm-hmm. And it went way beyond that, just from the questions they asked. At one point, I came in, and I heard a student saying, well, all right, so if I'm running a campaign on a boat, and I want them in the water, but you know, what sort of monster am I going to put where they can... And just very detailed questions, and Andrew was all over it. Had, yeah. had lots of good suggestions for them. It was, it was really fun. I came in early, and he, he referenced The Monsters Know What They're Doing, that book that... We yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. But his part was almost, he almost had a counter argument, but he was talking about monsters that you're going to meet early on. Right. And he said the whole point of them is they really shouldn't be too smart mm-hmm. because they are, you know, they're, they're powerful enough that if, if you run them as intelligently as possible, they probably will kill the party. Mm-hmm. So you do need to be aware of that and you should, you know, play them dumb essentially yeah. play them don't make them do the smartest thing all the time which i thought was a really good piece of wisdom for young dms to know right. about early you know early level just campaigns. i haven't talked to the kids uh but they just what i heard in passing during lunch and whatnot they really gained 
a lot from that session. So thank you to Andrew K. Wood. Joined us virtually. Yes. Uh, so that was great. I, it was an early morning for, <laughs> for him. So we truly, truly appreciate that. Um, I did the concurrent session of uh, building a believable and fun backstory with all of the players. Uh, did a fun activity where they interview each other mm-hmm. as characters and to just kind of build their, their thinking, kind of put together a, a picture of what their characters look like, and then they had some time to uh, write out and flesh out their, uh, their backgrounds. That was cool. Yeah. And you had help from... Yes, uh, Michael Johnson of uh, Limitless Adventures 5e. Yes. He came He came to us in person, drove about 40 minutes uh, to make that happen. And yes, he sat in on my session and had a lot of excellent things to add, which is great because he got rapport with the kids because in the second session then he ran, as, uh, he ran a, um, a session on role-playing basics. Yes. And when I walked in toward the end of that, they had gone beyond basics. They were talking about some really cool stuff of like reactions to like when someone says something, how do you react and do this and that? And, and it was, it was a really, really cool uh, session. I was excited just to have, to be able to, to expose kids to actual public creators, publishers. Mm -hmm. And it's, generational thing they they may not have been aware of how cool that was but from my end I was thinking I want you kids to see that yes this is a game this is a hobby but it can be a career if you want it to be mm-hmm. if you find your angle you know K, Andrew Kaywood has found an outstanding way to build monster books that are look a little different than everybody else's and have right. a a slightly different focus that's really awesome. Mm-hmm. And then the Limitless 5e are also working an angle that you don't see very often with a lot of their adventures right. where you can even do them DMless. Mm-hmm. So that was fun to be able to show kids, hey, you like this game? Think about what you can do with it in the future right. then. So, yeah, and, and speaking of creators, going on at the same time as the role-playing basics and... Um, uh, sorry, <laughs> going on. This, there's a lot going on here. <laughs> going out alongside that with the role playing basics in another room was uh, dice making yes. basics. Yes, Jamie from from D Twenty Dinner is another creator that lives you know, within driving distance from yep. us, mm-hmm. and was so excited to come and bring all of her equipment and show kids. If you want, if you're interested in this kind of a hobby. Here's the th- things you need. Here's how you do it. And she didn't bring in actual resin or anything because you've got to have the PPE and all that. But mm-hmm. she brought in dice that had been, um, could be demolded. And then she let them work on polishing and, and painting. Nice. And then they got to keep the, the die that they were working on. So that was exciting. Once again, like I said, here's a hobby connected with with it that's fun for it in its own right but you could even you know make some money from it if you wanted to someday mm-hmm. um, then the DMs had a session uh, led by Jay Gross yes and who we've had on the show before yes and uh, he talked about running a successful combat encounter yes 
really cool. I, I walked in there, took a picture a couple times, and just the, the engagement, the kids were up standing at a table, kind of fleshing out a where monsters or creatures would be on a, on a, a mat that had bridges built by you, I'm sure, <laughs> with a river underneath, and they were kind of discussing like how they would approach that. And so, um, you know, that, that's really cool because tomorrow the kids are going to talk about... Um, or no, it's, it's, oh, that, yeah, yeah, it's tomorrow. <laughs> Sorry, I'm looking at this schedule. Tomorrow, the kids are going to talk about um, so <clears throat> combat tech. The players will do combat tactics tomorrow. The DM track did it today. Did it today, so yes. So then on Thursday, we'll get to have a, ma- a massive throwdown and see which group learned lessons better. Mm-hmm. And we've, we've given our DMs permission for TPKs yep. in that instance. Yeah. So. Yeah, so, so yeah, I would really appreciate Jay coming in and talking to to the kids. He's the, he DMs in a game that I play in as a uh, as a fighter, and he just he's endlessly creative in how he just researches and brings in some really cool settings mm-hmm. and ideas and puzzles and traps and all sorts of things. And he had a bit of a drive to come down too, so yes. we do appreciate that. Yes. Um, then after lunch. It was time to play. Yes. Six different games going on. It felt a little bit like our own little mini Gary Con. <laughs> it the, did. With the rising, just rising volume mm-hmm. as different tables got more and more excited about dice rolls and things that were going on. Yeah. It was it was fun. So I've I did video walkthroughs. We had three different rooms plus a, another open area. So there were a couple rooms that had two games in them, a couple that just had one. Um, but yes, and and all the DMs, we had a mix of of homebrew and uh, and, and published, published mm-hmm. adventures. So it was exciting just to see the kids. And as you as you and I noticed, a lot of these students we know from game club. Yes, and almost down to the last student, they were more animated, more engaged, more willing to do role play than we've ever seen them before. I'd like to think that they've grabbed on to the spirit of the camp so that, um, you, know, you know, our goal is to help them build their, their playing and DMing skills. And I just here in the first day, I feel like we saw a lot of that. Yeah. Um, we were talking before we started recording about like kids that are really impressing us yes. and surprising us at at how vocal they are when this last year in game club they were super quiet mm-hmm. and um and they're in in games with kids they don't some of them don't know the yes. other kids um, we, we purposely had, we purposely split up friends because yeah. we wanted them to stretch a little bit mm-hmm. and get out of their comfort zones and they're and responding probably my favorite thing was we have we have a player who's never played dungeons and dragons before in their life and came in, positive attitude, created a character with, you know, with help, with all of our help, and sat through their first game and just giggled, laughed, role-played, mm-hmm. contributed, rolled dice, and just, they had a great time. Yes. And that was so much fun to see. Um, it's nice we had a visit from our superintendent. Yes, Came that up. was, again, the teacher's part of the teachers in the dungeon. Mm-hmm. We have a very supportive administration, but it's also nice to remind them of what they're supporting. Yes. And, yeah, he came and stayed. It's It's been a rough summer at our school as far as 
there's a lot of renovation that's not going well because of things beyond our control. Mm -hmm. But he took the time. He saw me first and said, well, I, I got, I'll take a quick look, but then I got to get back. And I said, oh, yeah, sure. 20 minutes later, he was still up here. Yeah. And just staring at a couple of these games and just really enjoying them. So yeah. that was... Uh, that was fun to see, too. Yeah, we definitely do appreciate the support we get here at our school. So once again, I just want to say thank you to Andrew Kaywood, Michael Johnson, uh, Jamie from D20 Diner, uh, Jay Gross. Um, I feel like I'm missing somebody. Was that? Did I get did everybody? Andrew Kaywood? I got Andrew Kaywood, okay. yes, of Kaywood Publishing. Uh, so, but thank you to all of them. Thank you to all of our uh, alumni and guest uh, DMs. And thank you to everybody out there who contributed to our camp, whether it's through positive encouragement mm -hmm. online, whether it's through a financial support, whether it's through sending uh, things our way. You know, one one thing that we got were Skull Splitter Dice from um, Almost Bedtime Almost Theater. Bedtime Theater. So yes. thank you to them as well. But um, um, it, it's just been, it was a great kickoff to this day. We have, we have three more days, Dan. Yes. We have three more days. Well, I'm looking, I was going to say, I, I, my energy is flagging, but not my enthusiasm. This is, uh, this is, I can't wait to see these kids come rushing in here tomorrow, ready to go. Yeah. And I noticed today after lunch, we had to tell them, hey, it's time, go play. Mm -hmm. I don't think we're going to have to tell them. No. Any of the other days. <laughs> I think they're going to No, be. there are two or three cliffhangers. And uh, two or three characters that are in peril at the moment that I'm aware of. So, yeah, I don't think we're going to have to tell them. No. I think they'll, they'll clear out well before, yes. <laughs> before yeah. lunchtime is over. So, all right. Well, thank you all so much for joining us on our first wrap-up episode of our RPG Summer Camp. We look forward to talking to you and giving you updates again probably tomorrow. Probably. Yeah. Maybe not, but... <laughs> it just depends on where there we are. There will be more, yes, there will be more, more updates coming this week. Soon, yep. So thanks for joining us, and hey, keep rolling those 20s. We're doing our best. That wraps up today's session, so thank you for listening to Teachers in the Dungeon. We appreciate you and your feedback. Until the next time we see you in the dungeon, we hope you roll high on those saving throws. If you enjoyed the show and want to hear what happens in the adventure, Subscribe to the podcast. Have questions, thoughts, or ideas? Check the show notes for our website and our contact information. This podcast is not affiliated or endorsed by Wizards of the Coast, Hasbro, or any other third-party Dungeons & Dragons entity. Teachers in the Dungeon is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. All names and sounds and any other related items are properties of their respective trademarks and or copyright holders in the U.S. or abroad. The official Dungeons & Dragons website can be found at www.dnd.wizards.com.